Yeah. Yeah. Hey yo, man, it's your time. And fuck poverty. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the film Leroy the Judgmental Podcast. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Phil. And I'm Leroy. So what's going on, Phil? Nothing. Chilling. Just talking shit about our Sixers. And what you say about the Sixers? They in trouble. All, hey. all that offseason uh hype is down the drain. <laughs> hey, look, that's your coach. That's your coach. The, Doc Rivers was a bad fit for this team from the jump anyway. It's the coach, but it's also the players. Because they put a, a stat up. It was talking about how long James Harden dribbled the ball. Mm-hmm. And he dribbles the ball like fucking double with the rest of the teammates combined dribble. So well, he's, well, did you think anything was going to be different? That's well, what he do. Well, last year he wasn't as aggressive. He was more about passing. This year he's been old James Harden. He lost that weight. He only got that one-year deal. So now he's ready to get some money. So he's about to start scoring again. Saying the hell with everybody else. That's right. I don't, I don't. That's why I said he was a bad pick. I would have stayed with Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. That was a bad pick and, from the jump anyway. Right. And so. see, I got on Mike about that. He's like, no, no, we need the shooting. I said, so you give up defense for shooting when you already had shooters? I said, what has James Harden done since he's been in the playoffs? Nothing. Thir- 35 points in the regular season and losing the playoffs every year. Yep. So it's so it's a combination of everything. I blame most of the weight on the coach, but James Harden got to get a piece of it because he's more aggressive now and he's not getting other players involved. And then the third factor is Embiid. After the first game and he had uh, I think six turnovers, I was getting on him about that. And Mike was like, uh, "It's only the first game. It's only the first game." I said, "It's funny how you can say that's only the first game, but when Ben Simmons had a bad game the first game, you was all over him." You know what I mean? So which is it? Either it's a bad game or it's the first game. You can't pick and choose who has a, a bad game and say, oh, that's just the first game. But then defend it when, when your boy do it and then not throw it in your face. And then you say, well, it's just the first game. Mm-hmm. So he had, I think he had six turnovers the first game, then four the next, and then two last night. So that's 12 turnovers in three games. You can't win like that. He dribbles the ball too much. And you can tell when his shoulders is down and he's moping around, he, his head not even in the game. And he move in slow motion, yep. like I said. Yep. When like he, you don't he, even care. Right. He'll turn the ball over and just, like, stand there. He's the only center I know that's supposed to be a dominating MVP force that had two games where he went 0 for anything in the second half. Like, 0 for 7 and 0 for 6, I think it was, in the second half. Like, how do you do that? You're shooting jumpers. Stop shooting all them damn jumpers. Now the uh, story comes out that he's playing with plantar fasciitis or whatever, like his foot is all fucked up. Yeah, I don't want to hear that. He's always hurt. If you hurt, <laughs> if you hurt, sit your ass down and heal. Don't keep playing, and then when you stink up the joint, all oh, you hurt. But when you dominate, and oh, he's MVP. He should be MVP. He kicking butt. No, you can't have it both ways. Either you hurt and you playing like shit as you while you're hurt, or you're hurt and you're playing like good. So if it can go either way, then you can't throw that in the mix. Right. Well, speaking of Philadelphia sports, we had to say shout out to the Philadelphia Phillies. They beat the Padres last night 10-6 to to take a 3-1 lead. One more game, and we in the World Series. The game is tonight, uh, and the next game, if it's, it'll be in San Diego. If they lose, it'll be, I think, Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, shout-out to them. Uh, good and game last thought? night, too. Who, who would have thought what? We got a chance to go to the World Series. Yep, especially <laughs> how the way the beginning of the season turned out, and they were stinking mm-hmm. up the joint. Fired their manager, 
and they just went on a complete turnaround. Mm-hmm. And also, shout out to our uh, Philadelphia sports stepbrothers, <laughs> the Philadelphia Union. The Philadelphia Union uh, is going to their Eastern Conference Championship. Uh, they're going against, uh, oh, they beat uh, Cincinnati 1-0 on Thursday. They're going against either New York or Montreal, I want to say. Yeah, Montreal. They're, they're, Montreal New York's game is today, so they'll face either of the two. But Philadelphia uh, Union is uh, number one in their uh, conference. Uh, uh, they got a lot of wins, but they also got a lot of ties, too. But they, they I only think they lost, like, Four or five games, if I'm not mistaken. Would you ever go to a game? Oh yeah, uh huh. It looks fun. Yeah, I would go to a game. I see, uh, I see tickets on my website all the time, but I just don't try to get them. I also see uh, the Giants tickets. I see the Redskins tickets, and I see the Ravens tickets. Oh, Ravens versus you talking about? Uh, not the Eagles versus. No, they're the not Eagles. playing the Eagles. You yeah. have to go to their town. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So uh, we got a viral video of the week. <laughs> viral video of the week is our brother, Mr. Alex Mangus of St. Paul, Minnesota. Now, the story is uh, Mr. Mangus was hang- going to work with his wife when there- he heard gunshots and he heard- saw a van speed by. So they followed the van and a guy had came out of the van with his, um, I think he was shot in the arm. Yeah, he was shot in the arm. And he was bleeding profusely. So Mr. Mangus is a, a, a gun safety instructor. So he know a little bit about first aid. And he um, he stopped the bleeding. He wrapped the guy's arm and stopped the bleeding with, with a shirt. He stopped the bleeding with a shirt. And uh, while he was doing this, uh, the police passed him. <laughs> there were two of these passed him numerous times. So... Uh, uh, Mr. Biggest uh, stopped the guy from dying, and the city of St. Paul, Minnesota, wanted to uh, give give him a <laughs> give him a, give him a ceremony for a uh, baller. Sorry for laughing about this, ladies and gentlemen, because I just think this is funny. So they gave him they wanted to get through him a ceremony from baller, and this is how the ceremony went. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, I'd like to give you an opportunity to say a few words. Yeah, um, I appreciate it. I uh, I feel like I, I did what anyone would have done. Now, once he pulled his shirt <laughs> off and he got a white, smashed white supremacy t-shirt, I know them cops around him like, yep. oh, shit, oh, here shit. we go. <laughs> Somebody go sideways, cut the cameras. That's what should have said. <laughs> With the little bit of training that they have, that I have, I'm a certified firearms instructor. I work in this high school in Minneapolis. I'm a dad and a husband and a wonderful community member. Um, that day, nine of your squad cars raced past us as I was flagging them down, setting the letter you sent me. And that was a potential of 18 people. 18 people could have stopped to help preserve life. But 18 people chose to go to a potential threat. And I, and I recognized the man had a pistol and we didn't know what he was doing. Um, I do appreciate the recognition, um, but I won't keep this stuff. This will go to my mom, and this will probably go to my son, because I'm very uncomfortable being here with you guys. I do not rock with the police, but I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to say these things, 
And I just want folks to know that they don't keep us safe. <laughs> we keep us safe. Um, riots work. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thanks, Alex. Can you take this one? Thank you. Y'all be safe out here. Great work. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you. I know that, that cop right there said, "Oh yep. shit!" You know this. You know this face when like uh, a lot of the older white guys make when they just like, "What the hell?" And they yeah. like tuck their lip. That's what he did. And I thought that was the funniest shit. But the thing is, they should have interviewed this guy first and, and got like a feel for what like his personality is and said, "Yeah, well, you know what? We just gonna uh, put this in the paper and give him an award and mail this shit to his house." Yep. You know what yep. I mean? Or or record the interview. Don't make it live because you know how people can cut up. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, like you said, it, 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 they should have uh, got <laughs> They should have did a dry run first <laughs> and see where his head was at. <laughs> they said, oh, shit, yeah, here we go. We actually need more people like this. When when shit goes sideways, instead of like giving the prop, the cops all these props and shit, when you mm. got something negative to say, surprise attack the ads on live TV. And, and the thing about it, what about the the uh, the hospital or something or a doctor doctor should have gave him some type of award and not the cops because he the one that he helped the guy he saved the guy from dying. That's uh -huh. a that's a, a a medical thing, not a police thing. It's well, not no, like he like stopped the robber. Yeah, but they both could have gave an award. True, true. Well, here we go. We going to Houston, Texas. When we got 16-year-old twins who escaped an alleged house of horrors in Texas, they were subject to various tortures, including made drink cleaning fluids, being burnt with bleach, and beaten with extension cords. Here's the video. Oh, well, this report to y'all, but we'll see the video. A mother and her boyfriend accused of handcuffing her children, starving them, and holding them captive in a laundry room are set. Uh, the mom is 40, and the boyfriend is like 27 to be brought back to Harris County tomorrow. Zakia Duncan and Jova Terrell were found in Baton Rouge after an Amber Alert was issued in Texas. Matt Doherty in Cypress tonight with the video of the teen twins starving and begging for help. We want to alert you, the images you're about to see are difficult to watch. Matt? It was so difficult, then why are you playing it? Nobody could have imagined what was allegedly <laughs> happening inside of this home. The kids who escaped described a life that is truly a nightmare. It's close to five o'clock on Tuesday morning. Home surveillance cameras show this pair of 16-year-old twins, a boy and a girl, who have just escaped. They spent more than half an hour going door to door, desperately seeking help. You need some help? Yes. Can you put some other hand, please? We're What's wrong kids. with you? What? What happened? We just need someone to be right now. No, we can't do that. Unsure of the yeah, you're your own little bit, niggas. <laughs> Dale, but the thing, the thing, the thing is, the kids should have been uh, more aware of what to say. Like they just like open the door, let us in. We need somewhere to be. Like, what's going on? Tell them what's going on. Well, uh, I'll get to that at the at the end of the show. But my thing, I got it. Well, they talked about this on, you know, this is national news. So they talked about this on Good Morning America. My mom had called me about it. Mm -hmm. And she said, well, and they played that part where we just listened to. Mm -hmm. And my mom was like, well, I would just let them in. I said, no, I wouldn't. You don't know what people was up to. They could act like they uh, hostages and no clothes on. It could have been somebody behind the wall there mm -hmm. waiting for you to open the door so they can rush right in. You don't know what people was up to. See, my thing is what I would have done. 
I'd have been like, well, all right, then. Well, hold on. I would have called the police. And once when I seen the police out there, then I would have opened the door and came out. That's one scenario. The mm-hmm. other scenario is, it's Texas. Okay. I would have had my gun and I would open the door with my gun in my hand. I wouldn't have pointed it. I'd have just right. had it in my hand where, you know, no, the kids wouldn't see. Mm-hmm. Now, if, they, if I see like they really are hurting, upset, mm-hmm. and I board them in the house, then you know I'll put my gun, lock the door, and put my gun away and call the police. So it, there's ways to, to do that. He didn't really have to brush them kids off. Right. Like that. And they said it was freezing out there. So when you see people with no socks and shoes on and no shirt, you already know it's like a dire situation. Right. I right. probably, like, I, like you, how you just said you had two scenarios. I got two scenarios too. The one, like you said, I would have had my gun. I'd have let him in, but my gun would have been on him the whole time to try to see what's going on, lock the door. And you know, they once you got them in the house, you know they don't have no weapons or nothing. Then you can, right. like, give them some clothes to put on and give them some food or something while you call the cops. You know what I mean? Right. And then the second scenario would be like, all right, well, get off my porch. And then when they walk off the porch, then you put out a blanket and some clothes and some food out there for them to grab while you call the cops. Mm-hmm. But to just to brush them off is just fucked up. Right. Circumstances, nearly all of the neighbors told the twins to keep moving. At about 5.30, the temperature was in the 50s. It was exactly 5.27 in the morning when I heard the doorbell ring. A single mother at home with her daughter was the first and only person to open the door. I just knew they were kids right away, so I like quickly opened the door. I told them to come in, and I quickly shut the door, and I locked it. The woman, who asked that we not use her name or show her face, says she led the twins to her kitchen. I sat them down. I brought them blankets. Goodness them. gracious, look at that kid's hands. And the, the kids still had handcuffs on one of the arms. So, right. like, if it was a setup, they wouldn't have handcuffs on their arm and bare feet and all this stuff. I don't see that happening. So I wouldn't have been thinking real hard as a setup, but my spider senses still would have been tingling just to make sure. Right. The boy said was, we're starving. Basically, we're saying like... Damn, look at her hands. She's been tied up for a long ass time. It was obvious. After getting them something to eat, she started asking questions. When the little girl was here standing, she was visibly shaking and was showing me her handcuffs. They would say, we just broke out of these. They told me that their mom kept them locked in the laundry room, naked, zip-tied from the ankles, and handcuffed from the wrists. They said we would pee and poop on ourselves. And they said when we needed to bathe, the mom would let them use the dirty mop water to bathe. They Mm. didn't get a bath. They got dirty mop water. It turned out Zakaya Duncan had been arrested for child abuse in the past in Louisiana. Court documents show her children were removed from the home back in 2012. We asked Louisiana's Department of Children and Family Services why the kids were returned, but they told us state law prevents the agency the from acknowledging returned. an Right. My thing is, if you have this type of child protection service and you got to and you got to return the kids back, why even have a child protective service if you ain't really doing anything? Right. Once those kids get taken away for stuff like that, they shouldn't get the kid back. Right investigation how can a mother do this to their kids you know how can a mother feel like this is okay to do they deserve it no kid deserves this we spoke with psychologist dr whitney krausen with houston's children's assessment center she says children who suffer this kind of abuse can recover with the proper help oftentimes we think there's no way they can possibly get through all of this but uh, children are so much more resilient than we give them credit for. Uh, but see, they're not that little, though. They're 16. So especially a young girl, how in the hell is she going to get through this? Because uh, she's going to become a mother. And how the hell is she going to treat her child when she never had an example of a good good parent? They need serious counseling. Exactly. Now, I could see her point if these kids were little. 
but she's 16. Mm-hmm. Damn, four more years, five years. Well, uh, two years she'd be considered adult, 18, but she'll be 21 in five years. So that five years from now is not not long, right. not long from here. And she's going to wind up being a mother. And she never had an example of being a good parent when you was damn chained up in a laundry room with those. You been locked up. She these kids been been tied up for a long ass time because you don't get those bruises on your arm like that. Mm-hmm. And that's all like them, that's like deep, deep bruises in, into the skin where you can tell like something was on them tight for a long time. Right. And then those uh, those extension cord beatings, they look like the slavery beatings when the, the slaves was event, uh, beaten with extension cords and they took a picture of it. Well, that's how that shit whip. bruised up. Mm-hmm. Really what they need is just ongoing and consistent support. In Cyprus, I'm Matt Doherty, KHOU 11 News. Now we know this is an incredibly difficult topic to hear about, especially for survivors of abuse. If you or someone you know is in need of help, you can call any of these organizations on the screen. We also have these numbers and links to help. All and th- this lady has uh, seven kids? Yes. That's crazy. And did you see the house? That's a big-ass, nice house. Well, well, here we go. The family had recently moved into a brand-new $600,000 home in Cypress, Texas, uh, uh, uh. with neighbors said they only been living there for two weeks. Now, uh, what I said, well, hold on for a second. Uh, how you think they paid? How she thinks she paid for that six hundred thousand dollar house? Some uh, bullshit ass. Uh, what is it called? Not the stimulus. The other scam one. What? The other scam that everybody was doing, getting them checks. What was it called? A PPP loan. No, I, it could be that, and it also because you know she probably said those kids were slow because I'm pretty sure oh, they weren't going oh. to school. So that's why I don't think they really knew, you know, what to say mm-hmm. when you said what to say at the door. Because mm-hmm. uh, the hell was they watching TV being chained up in the laundry room or anything like that? Nine times out of ten, they weren't going to school because if one of they was going to school and the teacher seen that. Mm-hmm. Th- that's another thing. What the hell happened? To, uh, do 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 did they get rid of like truancy officers and all that stuff that like uh, chase down kids? Uh, Houses to see if the kids is going to school. Do they still do that? I have no idea. Because the, the way them kids was tied up and them arms and them sores on them arms, them kids weren't going to school. Mm-mm. They probably haven't been in school in years. Yeah, but it could have been. Maybe they never was registered to begin with. Like you said, maybe they were slow, so they were supposed to be home homeschooled or whatever. And she was just keeping the money and tied them up. Yeah, so that's why I think that uh, where that, that hot money for that house come from. Living see, it up. See, that's the first I heard uh, you telling me about the house. I just saw pictures of the house. And I'm like, damn, how does lady uh, mm-hmm. get this house like that? Right, because it looked like it was a nice neighborhood. All mm-hmm. the houses look nice. Nice neighborhood, big old house. Would you say $600,000 house? Yes. It's crazy. And uh, shout out to that woman, too, that opened the door for them kids and then did did the interview. Shout out to her. She, I know the other, other people that just uh, turning away, they must feel like shit. Like at my door, and and then as as probably like four or five houses they went to, they only keep showing the two black guys. Yeah, like well, damn, can you show the other people too? I ain't in this on my own. Uh, damn. So so they keep showing the two black guys that told them to get off their step, and then they show the white lady as the hero, and she's the one open the door. Mm. But what happened to the other two people? <laughs> and I and and I wouldn't even have submitted my uh video if I if that shit came out. 
Right. I'd have fucking deleted that shit real fast. I wouldn't be like, hey, I got a video too with me being ignorant, telling them to get off my step. Hell no. <laughs> well, I know you better get your asses off my step. Yeah, I would have oh. deleted that shit. Not have never said. They probably wouldn't door to door. You got cameras? Yeah, my camera wasn't working that day. I, all my man had to say, well, well, look, well, all right then, well, hold on right there. Let me call the police. What yep. happened? You was locked up and chained up. Well, hold on for a second. Let me call the police. Then when the police came, then you could open your door and gave the mm-hmm. kids food and all that shit before, you know, the, the police took them away or took it to some uh, treatment. I don't know. You where see, it, you see it's below 50 degrees on. The, the, the boy ain't got no shirt. Neither one of them got on socks and shoes. They they look like they, you know, when you cold, you tighten up. Right. They all shivered and tightened up. So, you know, like something ain't right. So they just say, hey, get all my steps and they kids like, damn, it right. is five o'clock in the morning. But still. Yeah, I feel bad for them kids because they got a they got a mountain to climb. They got a mountain to climb. First of all, they got they they need treatment for the abuse they suffered. And like I said, education wise, because them kids weren't going to school, they weren't getting any type of uh, education. Not with them. Not with them. Uh, uh, arms and hands look like that. <clears throat> yeah, I, I hope they make it out all right. Well, we stand in Houston, uh, Philip, and we gonna talk about G. <laughs> I'm sorry, laughing, y'all. Yeah, not. We gonna talk about Janitor Luso Diaz, who was arrested when a janitor tainted a woman's water bottle in the office employee water dispenser. <laughs> Here's the report. <laughs> 50-year-old Lucio Diaz inside the victim's office last month to clean her water bottle out in the open. What happened next is disturbing. Pulls out his penis and proceeds to stick his penis into (laughs) my water. Probably, I would say maybe halfway in and then tilt the bottle back and basically rinse his penis into my water. Same thing. That's not funny. No, it's not. No, it's not because she had work. And you, you. Oh, but well, wait till you see uh, the rest of the story. But <laughs> is this is this her office? Her office or yeah. job office? Like her office? Like where's the other people? At that no, it, they'll get into that. But uh, <laughs> I hate to laugh. He going to he took a watch his thing and he's on. <laughs> Like, damn, you would think that you would just have your bottles open and your sodas open. You don't know that somebody going to walk in and dip their thing in it. Man, I don't leave nothing open on the freebie for anybody to touch. Uh, Caught on camera not once but two days in a row, says the victim who does not want to be identified. With the police investigation still underway, she shared only this still image from video that ABC 13 watched. Now, my thing is... Did she think that something was going on? This must have been a long time thing, and something was going right, on. Like, let me put my camera there. Right. I was very, very scared. It's because she already drunk and fucking penis water before, and it tasted a little weird. Yeah. I immediately thought, what if he has a disease? In late August, she noticed a foul smell in the employee water dispenser, <laughs> like this one at the doctor's office where she was. This motherfucker. On the- yeah, it was a doctor's office, but uh, my thing is like. He must really hate them because he took the water out the water water off the water bottle out the uh, water dispenser, pissed in the jug, and put the water back. Mm. Now, how can you do that without it being a mess? Because if that water thing is full, when you pull that off, that water start pouring out. Exactly. Because I I used to change them all the time at the job, and you put you put it right in position, then you pop the top and and shut it down real quick, so it'll uh, just start pouring in. 
Mm-hmm. So if you try to take that off, man, all that would be gushing everywhere. Like, where is the other workers at? Yep. How's he got all this free time to just be fucking around at the job? East Freeway. Then in late September, she thought her own water bottle had been tainted with urine. Sure enough, court records say a urinalysis confirmed it. But it was a spy <laughs> camera she bought that left no question. Okay, there you go. So she was uh, tasting penis water, like you said, piss water. And she said, something ain't right. I'm going to leave my shit. I'm going to leave a camera here and see what I pick up. And she says... And, and Mr. Diaz came in and pissed, uh, pissed in it. <laughs> Why are you drinking water to smell like piss? He said, fuck everybody that work in this building. And see, I don't do that. Water, water is cheap. You go buy your fucking case of water and you bring you a fresh bottle to work. Or two bottles to work or whatever. Devastating news to the married mother of two. I learned that I acquired an STD for which he has also come back as. Now, is that yeah. herpes? That's herpes, right? Yeah. Okay, so uh, I know her husband is like, "Are you sure that's yeah, what exactly?" <laughs> you fooling around with me? I don't like the story. Uh, what'd you say? He's probably like, "Yo, you fooling around with me? I don't like the story that you're giving." Uh, like, uh, are you sure that's what happened? No, I'm serious. That man pissed in my uh, water bottle. Are you sure? Because it sounds like it's more to the story. Tested positive for. Did he violate you? Of course. He did. That's what he did to me. He gave me an STD that I will have for the rest of my life. Nothing's going to change it. Nothing's going to make it better for me. In fact, I feel like for the rest of my life, I'm just going to have to be careful. Diaz has been charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Court records show he is currently in ice. So his penis is his dang. <laughs> I didn't even know you can get a... An STD from drinking piss water. I guess so. Custody, the Mexican nationals, immigration and work status unclear. The victim he get he continued mm-hmm. to work at the building even after management was notified she is working with an attorney. But that's what happened. Uh, the building, the building provided the uh, cleaning. Okay. And uh, they had complained about it. Something was going on there. And the building management didn't do anything, which means this woman here is going to be a millionaire. So but why, why did they still allow him to come to work while he's being investigated? That's that's the problem. That's, that's, that's the shit, problem. That's, there. The cops, right. the cops commit a crime and they still be sitting there getting paid and working and shit. Right. That's the problem. So, like I say, well, she do got herpes, though, but she is going to be a millionaire. Because they complained about it and they talked about it before and the management didn't do anything. And he's still on the job when all this shit was going on. So she going to sue the pants off this damn. They might as well just give her half the company. <laughs> Attorney, they have a duty. Well, they're going out of everybody. business because everybody can just say, I drunk out of that damn water bottle, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is in that building. Um, especially the tenants um, that pay their rent there. Um, and they... Wholly failed in those in those duties and responsibilities. How do you pay? What do you mean pay rent? If this is a medical building, what do you mean pay rent? Well, the building, they uh, whatever whoever owns the building, the medical is a medical building, but whoever owns the uh, it, it could be under a different. Uh, she said she said like tenants that's paying rent, like it's yes. Yeah. Yeah, because it might be it's a med- might be a medical building, but upstairs might be the ophthalmologist. Downstairs okay. might be podiatrists. And they all paying rent. Okay. Like a, yeah. 
Tara responded, saying management cooperated with Houston police as soon as they were made aware. Quote, they were advised by the police to not alert or approach the alleged perpetrator so that he could be arrested. He was arrested when he returned to the building. He assaulted me. He took away my peace of mind. HPD major offenders investigators believe more people have been infected. That's a crime, but is that really assault? Yeah, I don't think so. But well, what's the crime then? The crime, it ain't assault. It's something, but it ain't assault. Hello, this victim says she wants Diaz to pay. If I'm going to be worried about this the rest of my life, I think he should too. Oh, he don't give a shit because the, the he's, crime uh, would be like poisoning or something like that. He he's probably a illegal and he don't give a shit. Yeah, they'll just deport but, him, and that's yeah. that. Sorry for that lady uh, also for her to uh, go through that. And like Philip said, don't leave your open water bottles out. You got water, you bought water that day, drink it. If you don't drink it the, the, that day, throw that shit in the trash or, you know, put it down, mm -hmm. to, put the water down the what's in the sink and throw it in the trash. Uh, the water dispenser, if you taste that shit or you smell that shit and you see something ain't right, don't drink out of it. If you say, oh, shit, this don't taste right. Then buy your own damn water. Yeah, like you can look at water and say, well, why that look a little foggy? Or right. Why does it smell a little funny? But you still drink it? Like, that don't make sense to me. Right. That thirsty, you're just going to drink some bullshit. Right. Make it money. Go buy your fucking case of water and keep it in your locker or something. I don't know. Exactly. Or, or under your desk or some mm -hmm. shit or, or something. Don't leave water there overnight and all that stuff. No. Like, Throw that shit out. At my job, they leave water bottles all the time in the uh, the office, and I just go around, pick them up, and throw them in the trash. Sometimes mm -hmm. they be like, hey, you see a water bottle sitting over there? Yeah, it's in the trash. I ain't know it was yours. That's what I always say. Like, don't leave your water bottles laying around, because I'm going to throw them in the trash. Right. <clears throat> all right, now, last week, we talked about uh, our girl, Nori Martinez, uh, when she talked about uh, taking, a, taking a two-year-old around the corner and give him a beating. They always got this thing about uh, beating black boys. I don't know. That's something that we need to discuss. Not we. I'm talking about people in general. Need to discuss about why Why is always you want to have give punishment to, to black boys. I don't know if it's sexual. It's not It's not just punishment. It's also punishment and embarrassment. Right. You know right, what I mean? Right. I don't know if it's a sexual or a psychological thing. Whereas though, I can't beat or embarrass this man but i can do it to this child to this you know black boy i don't get it but that's something that we need to discuss because that's something that we we never talk about but we see it all the time so i told philip about this uh this uh clip that happened in um 2019 it was 2019 i had sunday to you on on twitter you seen it but you probably don't remember it now it was a lady Lady going to school to beat her kid. Now, uh, it's it, it, some parts that's that's kind of slow, and I'll try to uh, commentate for everyone out here. So here's the video that I talked to Philip about uh, last week. First of all, I so I apologize for the way he acted. Now, this the lady here, the one, the woman that's talking, that's the mom, and she's talking to the teacher, and her girlfriend is recording it. But I'm about to beat his ass. I'm gonna let you know that right now, cause this this not going on. He ain't never left room. So she just said that she's uh she came up there and she about to beat his ass and now she the kids at lunch and now she's going to look for him at lunch. 
Uh, I, I believe this kid is seven. And like I said, her girlfriend is recording. Um, Susan, you walking too far. I can't keep up with you. Shit, now I gotta. That's her girlfriend that's recording. I can't keep. I can't keep up with you, boy. If I'm that girl's father, I mean that that boy's uh son, that boy's father. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll have to get somebody to get the 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 beat that uh the camera woman up. Cause why are you there? Do the record? I got to you know she out of shape because the girl barely even went like fucking five yards and she already out of breath and talking about she can't keep up. Right. Be walk with you. Shit. And the teacher shouldn't have let her go in there. Right. Well, I I'll get to that one. Now she's in the lunchroom. It's a lunchroom with a whole bunch of kids there. They're eating lunch and she's looking for the kid. What'd you say? I said Debo standing over the top of everybody looking for the rest of the So all that noise is the kids. Uh, what are y'all looking for? Quartiers. Quartiers. Look over here. I think first. First. That's the camera woman talking to, I guess, some uh, school aide, a lunch aide. Staff. Uh-huh. Yeah, telling, asking him, they're looking for the kid and what grade he in. And, and he's like showing him where you can find him. Okay. So now she's walking with the lunch aide or the school staff uh, trying to find the kid. This is the I camera never, woman. I never now. saw this video, by the way. Yeah, I sent it to you when it happened. We're not. So our our little brother there, uh, he saw his mom. He was like way in the back on the she other side of the room. Running. He knew what time it no, was. no. When he seen her, he ran towards her. He like, oh hey, like he was like happy oh. to see her or something. And as you see, she gripped him up by the back of his shirt. Now, uh, she gripped him up by the back of his shirt. They still in the lunchroom. She's dragging him out, like I said, by his shirt. Now, keep in mind, oh, you hear all the noise. There's a lunchroom, so there's a whole bunch of kids there. And all the kids are staring at her while she's gripping him up and leading him out the room. Uh, she's taking him where the teacher was. Now that's her beating him with a belt. Uh, uh, they about to go to the teacher. Now she's got him in front of the teacher. He's apologizing. I can't tell what he did because he was crying. I just heard him say, I'm sorry. But why is she telling him to apologize? But every time he started talking, she's smacking him with the belt. Right. You can so, talk while you're getting ass with him. Right. So she's beating beating him in front of the teacher while she's just staying there. This is everything what we just talked about. And there's one little clip right here. Me, 
Start the car, Mickey. I'm going to break your fucking face. Do you hear me? Have a nice day. Every piece of work he ain't got, every work homework he ain't do, please send it home. I'm sorry. Please send it home today. <laughs> you in that room until you die, nigga. Fuck wrong with you. This woman ain't got to come in and teach none of you bad-ass kids. But she do. But don't play with me, nigga. Make me get that call again. You ain't think I was coming up here on your ass. You lucky I, ain't, I was trying to find you in that classroom. I will whoop you where you act up at. So this little boy is the only one acting up in this classroom. <laughs> I seriously doubt it. He's a child. He's seven. That's what they do. Now play in the classroom now. Everybody gonna talk about you now. Bye. Oh, embarrassing him, huh? They ain't gonna talk about him because they ain't see it. Oh, social media. Uh, I see his video, so one of them little bastards see nah, it. Nah, they, when you say one, first grade, they ain't paying no attention to stuff like that. They looking at videos of cartoons and stuff. Okay. That's my school. Oh, no, that's my school. To the left, to the left. He's gonna oh, come in there, he's still gonna be sniffling and, and he can wipe his tears away and stuff. What happened? Me and my mom had a situation. <laughs> now, that was the camera woman saying to the left, to the left, as it was sort of some conquest they uh, just conquered or something. Now, that freshly ass whooped belt she just threw in the trash. Good, how are you? The school and the teachers shouldn't should allow her to just come in there like that. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the clip. But uh, it's everything we just said. First of all, if that woman, if, her, if a man did that to his daughter, if a man had went up to that teacher and say, oh, where, where she at? She at lunch? Okay, I'm going to go and whoop her ass. That teacher would have stayed right there when he walked away and went and called the school security mm -hmm. or something over there. She wouldn't have just stood right there. Well, you see it all the time in the news. Anytime a guy beats his kids, they're getting arrested. Right. Or abuse. Right. And if and if that man would have came outside with his daughter, gripping his daughter up and calling her a little B, it's me and you, little B. Now, I'm going to tell you, you keep messing up. Well, I've got something news for you, little B. You ain't going to be outside or none of that stuff. That man would have been in jail that same day. Yeah. He would have been in jail talking like that. I tell you, I don't, I don't, there's something psychological there. I don't know if it's from slavery. Well, we, is it from slavery? Because here's a black woman doing it. Black woman beating her child. We got Nori Martinez saying that she would, uh, that kid needed, a two-year-old need to go around the corner and beat a kid, but just be, get it, need a beating just because the kid was acting like he was two years old. We got this woman right here beating, beating this kid. Well, I don't see, know. It's something psychological weird because you never hear anything about no no kid or no other race being treated like this. A no. boy, I'm sorry. Well, well that's what I was saying. Like, uh, even if you look at like our family, like the people in my family that they got that did the whippings was all females. Like my mom, my aunts, my grandma. Like I ain't had no uncles that pulled out a belt and beat us. I ain't had my dad beating me. Like it was always the females. Right. So, yeah, I, it's something we need to t talk about. I don't know. Like I say, I don't know if it's like some psychological wise, like I can't beat a grown man if he make me mad or do something. But I can embarrass and beat this little boy or is something sexual like you getting off because uh, the camera woman, what's she there for? The recorded. But why? Cause I think I think it got a lot to do with 
the, the, the kid's father too. Like deep down, these moms is probably hating that the man is not with them. So when they see the kid, that's all they see is the dad, mm-hmm. and they taking out their frustrations on the kid because it didn't work out with the dad. But that's not her child, the camera woman. No, she's just there because her girlfriend asked her to come with her. Boy, if I was that boy's father, I, uh, all you got to do is go to court, and he'll get he'll, he can get custody just by showing this video. Right, right. Oh, and I think this is Chicago, by the way. I don't know if I said it. Now, the second video is uh, from Detroit. Now, this now, is in, question. Uh, Whatever okay, happened to that lady right there? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I remember that they was uh, social media was giving her hell, and she had made a made a, a a Facebook video saying that yeah, that's my child, and he was being bad, and yes, I did beat him. Like you know, she ain't uh, apologizing. I probably was away on military when you sent me this because I don't remember none of this stuff. Well, but this this next video is from 2018, Detroit. 30 year old Rolando Paul was caught on surveillance bi- video abusing her two year old son. Another two year old being beaten. Here we go. This next story comes with some very disturbing video. In Detroit, a woman was caught on camera pushing and hitting a little boy. Right now, that woman is accused of child abuse. Uh, She was 30 years old at that time in 2018. She's not 30 now. She's older. Today, Fox 2's Ingrid Kelly spoke to the family who stands behind the woman, insisting she's a good mom. I never saw that side of her before, so it's like, yeah, wow, right. is that Rolanda? <laughs> yeah, right. She exactly. yeah, Rolanda right. known for whooping ass. Uh-huh. A shocking scene captured outside of a Detroit apartment complex. A woman walking with her son engaged in what looks to be a brutal beatdown. Now, what the uh, news didn't say is the kid was walking in front of the mom. The mom went and, and tripped the little boy. <laughs> it looked like she kicked him. Oh, see, let me go back. Cause I, I I thought she had tripped him. Dude, she she didn't talk. So that's like, wow, that Rolanda. when she kicked him. A shocking scene captured outside of a Detroit apartment complex. A woman walking with her son engaged in what <laughs> looks to be a brutal beatdown. But the woman's family. And she just kicked the kid while he was down. This is a two-year-old now. Family is coming to her defense. I never seen her like that before. Sure you didn't. She has to be going through something. She's a very phenomenal woman. She'll give you the shirt off her back. Phenomenal, ma'am. Back. <laughs> Family members have identified the woman as 30-year-old Rolanda Paul. And despite ah. what the eye may see, her sister says Paul is a good mother to her son, two-year-old Dante. And they have never seen her behave like this before. She would never do anything. She did. Yeah. Yes, she did. Anything to hurt him. As you can see, he looks like a nice young man, you know. He looks like a nice Shut young up, man. Shut up, Why do you record this dummy? <laughs> nice young man getting slapped in the face and kicked in the ass on the ground. <laughs> no, he's not in any harm. Detroit police tell oh, Fox 2 that the incident happened at 5 p.m. on Tuesday on Delaware Street, and it was all captured on video. Police say if you see something like this, you should always report it, and that's exactly what took place. Poli- her purse down, her bag down, just to whoop his ass. Police say it was brought to their attention on Thursday, and that's when the mother... This is a two-year-old. What can it... Look, you a parent. You know, I'm not a parent or anything. Uh, not yet. But, uh, what can a two-year-old do to get beaten like that? I'm asking you the question. I don't know, because my daughter's four, and I don't beat her. You know what I mean? And I don't believe in whippings, because I got whippings all my life growing up. Me and my brothers and stuff, so I think it's wrong. And it's crazy because I can just yell at yell at my daughter and she can start crying. You know what I mean? So what do I need to hit her for? Mm-hmm. 
mother was arrested at her family's home in Detroit and taken into police custody. That was very shocking to see that because she's never been in trouble with the law. And that's why family members say they don't know why this loving mother would do such a thing. She's not a she Oh, yeah, right. And and this reporter here is an, an, an idiot for even saying something like this. Job. She has her own place. She lives downtown. I don't understand. So, so she got her own job. She got her own place. What they got to do? And she lived downtown. Shoes. Right. <laughs> What has Paul said to her family? She's, She's ashamed, ashamed of her actions. actions. Police say a warrant package will be sent to the prosecutor's office for review. again. She's not ashamed. She's ashamed it got recorded. <laughs> review. And Paul is currently in police custody. As for Dante, the family says he is healthy and well and misses his mother. He wouldn't go to sleep last night. He's like, I want my mama. In Detroit. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with these people? <laughs> Ingrid Kelly Fox, like, Thank God I two news. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's two stories. Uh, uh, two women abusing their black sons. That's crazy. Two-year-old and, and, and a first grader and stuff. That's way too young to be hitting on kids like that. Y yes. Like I say, and okay, that's another thing in school. Uh, like I said, I think he was... Um, Six or seven, the the uh, the first kid. Now, what can wait, a, what wait, wait, wait. I think it's five? No, that's kindergarten. Hold on. How old is a kid in the first grade? Six. Five or six. Oh, okay, yeah. So, what can a kid that age do in school to get beaten like that? Uh, uh, uh you the parent? I'm asking you. Nothing, because I don't believe in beating kids. Mm-hmm. All right, our next story involving kids and is is your like I say, you the parent is is up to you to say uh uh if the kids are being abused or not. <laughs> Here we go. We got five former Mississippi daycare workers have been slapped with child abuse charges after scaring kids who they thought were being bad. Here's the report. Uh, and at the end, at the end, I want your opinion because you know I really don't really have no mm -hmm. say, really don't have no say in anything like this. Well, here you go. The follow-up from the viral video showing daycare workers wearing Halloween masks, terrifying toddlers. Arrest warrants have now been issued for five workers involved in the incident. Stephanie Ramos here with the details. Good morning, Stephanie. Good morning, George. This video is so hard to watch, guys. These daycare workers entrusted with caring for toddlers by their parents are the very people frightening them. This morning, the daycare workers seen in this viral video scaring the very children they're hired to take care of now facing multiple charges for their actions. We started looking into the case to see, um, you know, what facts there were out there to corroborate the video and, and kind of where that might lead them uh, to pursue criminal charges. According to the Monroe County Sheriff's Office, five employees of the Little Blessings Child Care and Learning Center in Hamilton, Mississippi, were charged and arrested. Sierra McCandless, Okiana Kilburn, Jennifer Newman, and Cheyenne Shelton. Well, shit. They ain't need masses to scare them damn kids. <laughs> Especially look at uh, Okiana. That's a weird name. Uh, is that Native American, Okiana? That's what it sounds like. Yeah, well, it is Mississippi, so... Maybe. I don't know. Uh, like, look, you ain't need a mask to scare them damn kids. Am I only making fun of them because they did? They were stupid in doing this shit and recording it. That's the only reason why I'm talking about. They that one Jennifer look like a man. Uh, yep. Look like he done <laughs> played on a football team. Yeah, I was about to say like, like a that. football player. Yep. <laughs> facing three felony counts of child abuse 
and Tracy Huston hit with two misdemeanors, including a simple assault against a minor. In the video, daycare workers use a scary Halloween mask and appear to intentionally scare the young children, even chasing and grabbing a toddler at one point in the two-minute video. <laughs> I was in complete shock of what I witnessed, um, whether they had a mask on or the mask off, their behavior was unacceptable. Um, my blood pressure was raised. It broke my heart for my child. I was angry. Speaking to ABC News overnight, Caitlin Johnson says her two-year-old son is still showing signs of trauma and hardly sleeping through the night. Sure. She sees these charges as first steps toward justice. She's trying to justice. get a check now uh, or, or free daycare. Yeah. I hope you're enjoying jail and I hope you realize what you've done is serious and it's not a joke and it's nothing to laugh at. Keegan and Alyssa Hayes' two-and-a-half-year-old daughter was also in one of those classrooms. They want us to show her face to see what their daughter <laughs> want them to see the terror on her face because that is what I see every night. The owner of the center who hasn't been charged says she was not aware of what was happening and that that kind of behavior is not tolerated. The workers, including the one holding the camera, were fired earlier in the month. Just the attention that's, you know, that's been given to this at this point uh, might keep something like this from happening. There are people to look into what's going on, you know, in their daycare facilities. Just heartbreaking. The five former workers who were arrested will go before a judge today for their initial appearance and have a bond set. Now, the grand jury meets next year and will decide whether there is enough evidence to indict them on felony charges. Guys. Well, that video speaks volumes. All right, Stephanie, thank you so much. All right, you the parent, and uh, Halloween is your favorite holiday, so give us your thoughts on it. First off, felony charges for scaring the kids is ridiculous to me. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's bad, that bad. Now, my wife, I could probably get on her to give you her side because we just had to talk about this video. And she think it's real bad and the kids are traumatized and they might got PTSD. And I was like, people is going to be scared. Like, it's Halloween. Like, it's, it's, they, it's scary movies out. Like, all kids been scared before are going to get scared. The only thing I say is it shouldn't prolong. Like, once you scare the kid and the kid is showing scared, then move on or calm them down or whatever. Not a prolonged keep going. You know what I mean? Right. But I don't think it's going to permanently damage the kids. I don't think the kid is not being able to sleep and all that. And, like, I scare my daughter all the time. She's four. And I've been scaring her since she can walk. You know what I mean? Sometimes she was gets real scared and start crying. Then I'm like, all right, all right, I'm just playing. You know what I mean? Then other times she, she tried to scare me. Like, it's no big deal to me. Okay. Now, and what like, about... Oh, like, okay, that go video, ahead. I don't think those, kid, those, those people should be going to jail for nothing like that. It shouldn't be no felony. Uh, do you think they should be fired? Um, I think maybe suspended, but not all of them. Mm -hmm. Maybe the camera, the one holding the camera and the one that's doing the scaring. The other ones that stood around and didn't do nothing, I don't think they should be suspended or fired. Okay, so what about the camera? Was it stupid for recording this? Well, that's just the time we live in now. Everybody incriminate themselves recording dumb shit. Mm -hmm. Like you could have had a nice little scary thing going on at the at the job and that'd be that. Like when you go to these haunted houses and these little attractions and stuff and they bring those kids, those kids be scared shitless. So now you're going to shut down a place and lock up the people that's doing the attractions and stuff. Like people get scared. There's no big to me. It's no big deal. Right. Right. Let me let me see if uh, Shay want to speak on her side, though. OK. Real quick. 
All right, Shay. Uh, we just talked about the Mississippi daycare center where the workers had uh, scared the kids with screen masks. Now, what are your opinions on that? Um, I think it's beyond deplorable. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be scaring no three or four year olds until they crying and running away from you. I don't care if you are playing. And I think they should have been fired and charged. Okay. And what about the person that recorded? Them too. Because they thought it was funny. Okay. Do you see? So you don't see it funny? <laughs> no, I don't think it was funny at all. <laughs> hey, and Philip said that you said that the kids got PTSD. They could. Mm-hmm. Do you think a three-year-old will remember that? Yeah. How long? Ever since, until when they grow up? Um, no, but I think I'm completely aware of emotional trauma at any age. Right. As a child, an adult, or whatever. And if something is traumatizing to you, yeah, you're going to remember it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, I had told the story uh, on our musical episodes. And uh, <laughs> my cousin had a, a you know the the, the rock band kiss, right? Mm-hmm. So he had a picture. He had a poster of of kiss. Um, my cousin is five years older than me, so he was a pretty much a kid himself. He he had to be like he had to be like fourteen, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. He was a kid himself, so it wasn't like he was an adult or anything. So he had a poster of kiss on his wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that poster used to freak me out because you know mm-hmm. you know how kids used to dress up. Yeah. And and it's funny, I was a little kid and I remember that when he used to yeah. do that. And it scares oh, you. You, you never forgot me. it. Yeah. yeah it, that that poster used to terrify me. Uh, that that uh, uh, it was Kiss standing on top of the Empire State Building. They was in full Kiss Kiss guard. And every time I used to walk in the room, that used to thing used to scare me. But he didn't chase you around with it. No, so he used to like stop. Oh, you no, he cried. used to like grab me and like make me <laughs> yeah. make me look at the picture, but it wasn't like for two minutes like these uh, right. uh this is, people were. This is ongoing trauma, like, and that's one day that they take the who else knows whatever kind of weird crap they were doing to them kids. Right, that's true. That's true. So, uh, do you think that it should be a civil suit? Um. Well, that's the only way to get people to know you're not playing with them is to take their money away from. Them. So. Oh, uh, see, I think some of the parents is going to say, "Well, look, uh, you gonna have to give us free childcare yeah. too." Well, it depends. If you got a kid that's that emotionally, you know, messed up behind it, they need some type of therapy or something. Shit, why not make them pay for it? It's they your need, fault. But they need therapy for people running around in screen masks. It's not so much just them running around with him. It's that you kept doing it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you seen it there, afraid, and they're scared, and they're crying. Like, she one of them little girls, she was, she was great, and she's, like, inches away from their face, scaring the shit out of them. Like, that's right. not cool. So you are just scaring them, like, boo, boogie, I'm the boogeyman, and we're all playing, and we're running around. Like, you were in their face. You were blatantly trying to frighten them. So you think they did this, like, more than once? I'm sure of it. Right. Because, you know, they did this because the, the, the kids, they thought that the kids was being bad. Yeah, I don't know how a three-year-old. All of them are bad? Every yeah. single one of them? Like, but I my, don't believe it. My thing is, these look like two, three-year-old kids, yeah, maybe they, four. 
Uh, yeah, what can a kid do at that age for them to be? Uh, uh, I guess they being quarantined or something from the regular kids. I don't, I don't know, because they said they, they, like they, they were doing at the old level. They were sitting there. The video I see, they were sitting there and they were like eating or yeah. supposed to be eating. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you trying to scare the shit out of them? What are you doing? Right. <laughs> If you were not doing that, they wouldn't be in there screaming and hollering. They'd be sitting there eating. Yep. You got them all riled up, and then like I, I just and if they they wouldn't want to charge them, then that's fine. Mm-hmm. Let me eat them. <laughs> you don't charge them. That's cool. Let me scare the shit out of them for a little while. See how well, they like it. Yeah. All right, Shay. Thank you for uh, joining in. No and join in more often. <laughs> okay, I'll try. I'll I'll pencil you in. <laughs> All, right. All right, then, Philip. Uh, some eagles talk. Hold on, hold eagles. on. So let me add something to that. Okay. So in the black community, a lot of people, probably more than more than half, they believe in beating kids. Mm-hmm. So what's worse, scaring kids or beating the shit out of kids, where they getting whipped and they getting scared? But you don't Would, hear people. I, say, but you I, don't hear people saying lock lock the parents up for beating the kid. How do you define scaring kids? Like the, these people just did. Yeah. Okay. See, I don't think that. See, me personally, myself, like, look, I can't really. I don't have no uh fighting uh, fighting the game. So, uh, I don't have any kids. So I don't know how I would react if a, a daycare center would do that. But mm-hmm. th- that was rather tame. That's what I was saying. That's it wasn't like they was it. running around with like with like fake fake heads and uh, know, machetes like and that. All that stuff. Yeah, yeah. They just walked around in scream masses and and mm-hmm. and scaring the kids. I mean, and it was a couple kids that was sitting at the table that wasn't scared. So you seen the camera lady like she put it on them and saw that they wasn't scared. So she took the camera off of them just to show the kids that was scared. Right. So I don't think that's that bad. And if you want to start talking about all this trauma and all this other stuff, yeah, that's possible. But I think it's worse when these kids, like the other two videos we just seen, right. that's worse and more trauma than anything. Or the three videos with the uh, the two kids that was locked out and getting tortured. Right. That's way worse than some uh, lady with a mask on scaring you in the classroom. Right. Yeah, it wasn't like they was had like fake blood laying around and somebody act like they had stag cut somebody's head mm-hmm. off and chasing right. them around. Nah, that was... That was just re- them recording it, like you said. It's it's a whole nother gen- different generation recording it was stupid because nobody would have ever known mm-hmm. that they did that if they would never record it. You recorded it and then you posted it online. Like what the fuck you thinking about? Yeah, right, right. So no, uh, uh, the two kids being beaten like that that was much worse than this. Mm-hmm. Like you said, yeah. So, uh, real quick on the Eagles talk. Uh, the Eagles won a Sunday night game. I was just about to say Monday night game. Uh, 26 to 17. Uh, discretion. I had fell asleep on the second and third quarter, and I woke up in the fourth. So, mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't have much to say. So, do you want to give your thoughts on it? Um, as long as we can score points, we're going to be in it. But all this scoring in the first half and breaking records in the second quarter, scoring and then doing nothing in the second half, you got to stop that shit. Because that shit ain't going to, if you keep doing it, it's going to bite you in the ass. Letting yes. these teams get back in games and then you just barely hanging on for the win and shit like that. If right. you can kick a team ass in the first half, you can kick a team ass in the second half. Because then the second half, they only can pass the ball to catch up. So your defense should even be better in the second half if you got a big lead. Right. 
So for right. us to just lay back and just let them get back in the game is bullshit. We need to stop that. A uh, classic Philadelphia there, where we'll have a, a big lead and then just take foot take the foot off the gas uh-huh. and right. Classic Philadelphia, we good at doing that shit. Mm-hmm. Like and that's why. That's why, like when uh when teams get blown out in NBA in any sports, and then the other uh team get mad saying, "Well, you knew the game was over. Why are you still trying to score? No, fuck that. You're not breaking no comeback record. Your job is to stop me. If you don't like it, stop it. If you can't stop it, then shut the hell up and take this ass whooping." Yep, I and I always believed that. So I never got mad when teams just get like when you see college football fifty six to nothing. Stop a mud hole in the ass, M- embarrass them, make them feel that shit, so they can play harder the next time. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there a um? What's the football uh, running back we just talked? Le'Veon Bell. Then Le'Veon Bell punt was 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 coaching a. Uh, did you see that? Was coaching a. a, yeah. a yeah, I saw that. Now that was because yeah, the person yeah. was running up the score, right? Yeah, and they got mad. Yeah, yeah. no, you were an idiot for even. Was he running up the score or the other person was running up the score? I think it was the other team. Oh yeah, he's an idiot for doing that too. Because I wouldn't care. I'd be like, well, look, all right. Then mm-hmm. next year we'll just stop you next time. Yep. Whatever. And and if I was playing against a team that was running up the score, I would go to the coach and I'd be like, keep on whooping the ass. Yeah. Like my team's my team's <laughs> gonna be embarrassed and they're gonna know that I'm always ask them what was the score of the game. The the worst ass whooping they, they got, I'm always gonna ask them what that score was so they never have to go through that again. They can play harder. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like to me, to, and a lot of people get upset about that. And you see grown ass men in sports doing that in baseball and football and basketball. They get their little fucking tantrum tantrums and shit like that because the other team is sco- shoot a three when the game is blown out or score trying to score a touchdown. Who gives a shit? Stop them if you don't like it. As long as that clock is rolling, their job is to put points on the board. Right. Yeah. I always start that with stupid. And people get mad at that. Talking about unsportsmanship and all this. No, we're, we, you play to win and you play to fucking beat your ass. That's how fucking the, the uh, Patriots came back in that Super Bowl down 28 nothing because they tried to take it easy on them. No, I'm going, if it's 28 nothing, it's going to be about to be 56 nothing. Yep, I agree. Well, on some TV talk, uh, did you watch Fear Thy Neighbor yet? The two part one? Yeah. I watched uh, the first one and then some of the second one. I, I was like, I put it on late, so I was like going to sleep and waking up and shit. I'm mm. gonna have to watch it again because I'm a little shaky on how it ended, but it was a fucked up story. All right, do you want to talk about it or just wait? You can, you can talk about it. I mean, I'll let you talk about it since you know every ins and outs, and I'll okay. just like chime in. Okay, like I said before, Fear Thy Neighbor is a good tool that they need to teach in psychology class where we get to see people with real mental problems. Because, uh, you know, when we when we say somebody got mental problems, we thinking like somebody's like, you know, banging their head against the wall or like talking to themselves or anything. This guy is a, a another a neighborhood mayor that want to do security and all that stuff. George Zimmerman. Yeah. Everybody thought he was, uh, he, they probably all thought, oh, he's nice and everything. But that dude is absolutely nuts. <laughs> and here he go. And then the thing about it is, how about when he was breaking in cars? Well, he said that the cars was being broken into. And then those new people came around. Then the cars was being broken to, into again. And he's going to blame it on the kids. How, how? The cars was already being broken into before they showed up. Well, he courted the kids twice not breaking in. They was just like standing there. They wasn't breaking no, they in. Was the looking through the, they was looking through the, the windows from what he said. If you're looking through the window, that's just like you trying to break in. You're looking to no, see No, kids do that shit. No, kids do that shit. Yes, no, they, they do. No, kids they do that shit. And no, then don't. how about my man, the neighbor, uh, who I think was a crackhead? Uh, uh, he's got... Uh, oh, uh, yeah. What, what was his problem? 
He's got he like people, a fucking crack house. Right. He's got people in the basement, uh, uh, derelicts in the basement, doing drugs and all that stuff. You got a hooker living in the basement, a crackhead living in the basement, all types of fuckery going on at that house. Right. So they go out, they party outside doing drugs and all that stuff. My man complained about it. So what do he do? He buys a van and say, hey, you could do your partying and all your, your, your drug doing in the van. So what do my man do? He sets the van <laughs> on fire. <laughs> he sets the van on fire. And it, here's the thing here, too. Uh, and all, all jokes aside, number one, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please get smoke detectors. If I if I'm a married man or a man that's living with a woman and I have a whole bunch of kids in the house, including the baby, I'm going to have me uh, uh, smoke detectors, uh, inside cameras, outside cameras, a carbon monoxide detector. I'm going to have all that stuff. I'm a single man. I got three three smoke detectors and one is a, a combo of carbon monoxide mm-hmm. detector in, in my house. So if you can party and eat ribs and hot dogs, you can afford a damn smoke detector. They it, got them. They just ain't got no good battery in them. It's just, now you're being funny. I'm being truthful. <laughs> It's just such a shame that those those uh, little kids had to die like see, in the house. See, like I that. didn't see that very end, like how they died. And then when I woke back up, they was like talking about all these kids was lost and this and that. So I didn't, I have to go back and watch that last part. All right, well, well I'll stop. Because right. I know I know my man burned the house down, and then he and then he burned another house down and all this shit. So I know he was a fucking right crazy lunatic. He he burnt a crack house down. As Philip is talking about. Uh, that they was getting on his nerves so much, he burnt the house down and he killed the guy. That uh, the guy had an operation, so he was upstairs. He had an operation on his leg or something, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, leg or back, he couldn't really move. Right. So uh, he was upstairs and he couldn't get out. So the lady, she could have got out, but for the love, she stayed with him and they both passed away in the house. But like I say, I believe I'm not trying to say that uh, this is the reason why he died. But I think that they they were all, all up to something, but they ain't really said on the show. I believe that they was all crackheads and they was all doing crack drugs in the house or something. The ones that he burnt with the knee, with the leg. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm talking about. See, I don't understand why they was renting out that place like that with all these fucking, like you said, fucking rejects and crackheads and a hooker and all this shit. Because like who, they was doing it too, or or they was getting a check and they was giving them money. So they said, mm-hmm. fuck you, you, do whatever you want, as long as you're giving us money to pay this rent or whatever. I don't know. But when you got old people upstairs in the house like that, when you go save them, like, you know, they can't make it out before you run out the front door, when you go grab them. And plus, you know, that my man had operations, so, you know, he can't move around. Right. Even if he picked his ass up and threw him out the window. Hey, look, you saved him. I mean, he might he going to be fucked up. His leg or something going to be broke or something, but he'd be alive. So even if you did that, like mm-hmm. you said, but. But uh, yeah, that was just uh, that was a sad story when it came to them, to them kids in, in that house. Well, I'll leave that alone. You'll you'll see it for yourself. Um, okay, I guess we can talk about the season finale, your House of the Dragons. Um, first, we got to talk about the last uh, uh, episode before the season finale of my man there. Uh, he loved women feet. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that was some weirdo shit, wasn't it? And I said, as soon as she sat down, I said, what are you about to do? Right. Her, I said, oh shit, you know, I'm about to get the feet thing going. And for more information, she had to take her socks off and, and have her bare feet there while he pleasured himself to her feet. Well, well, remember when he first started giving the info, he stopped. 
when yeah. she, she had the feet, he stopped. He said, oh, you got to get deeper than that. And that's when she took them socks and stockings off or whatever. And then that's when he started feeding her more of the info. Yeah. She's a goddamn queen. She don't got to do that. You exactly. can tell me what you know or I'm going to kill your ass. Yeah. She could have had the, one of those, uh, the, the main uh, soldier. Uh, what's his name? The, the main soldier that she be hanging with. Oh, uh, Sir Christian. She could have had him there, and uh, like, look, what you, what you, uh, what, what information you have, to, or like you said, or he gonna slice your throat, one or the other. Mm-hmm. You ain't gotta do that. Just fucking, he got one good foot. You about to lose this other foot if you don't tell me. Yep. And okay, now in the season finale, like I, like I text you, I believe it was the mom's fault for uh, allowing that boy. I would, if we all about to, about to go on a war, I would have never sent him over there to, to uh, relay a message. Send one of them soldiers over there. To relay right. a message. Well, I think because he had the same blood as them, who's at the Baratheons or whatever. Yeah. He had like some some of their blood. I figured she probably thought like he'll be safe over there. They ain't gonna do nothing because that's his own family. You know what I mean? Yeah. But so shit, he, he didn't know that dude with the foot. And it's crazy because they caused that guy to lose his eye, but they still like little kids, and he's like a damn near a fucking adult. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, how he keep growing, but they stuck at the same age. Yeah, because he like damn twenty something years old, and and like you said, the other kid is like uh damn thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, y'all always kids at that size when, <laughs> yeah. when y'all got when, when y'all took his eye and shit, and now yeah. he's an adult and you still a little ass kid and and then scared of him. They calling you the pup. You the same uh, age as this motherfucker. And, and they was the ones that he was they was laughing at with the pig and shit. Yeah, and he was a little kid with the pig, and they all of a sudden he's a grown adult, and that and my man's still a little kid. They still laughing at him about the pig and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and shit, his dragon's like ten times bigger than their, that little kid dragon. Yep, yep, yeah. The, the mom should have never. I would have never son. I would have sent the soldier. Like, look, relate a yep. message to such and such. I wouldn't have sent him out there like that. Well, like you, you, even, said, you don't even have enough soldiers, so shit. Just send a bird. You know how they do back in the day. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> Uh huh. And then our man, he came back. He's alive. He's he's fucked up, but uh, he's alive and everything. Oh, the brother. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a good episode. I, I was I felt bad that the other brother died because the boy that cut his head off, he's still riding with your family. Yeah. He didn't cut your head off, and I'd be like, fuck that. He got to go. Well, see, the thing is, uh, she told him. His wife told him that your brother's dead, but she didn't say what happened. Right. So he re- so in other words, he really don't even know. I mean, but that- words should get around that goddamn a man cut his fucking head off as soon as he the, the, the king said it. You know how people gossip and talk. Yep, exactly. And they just sent him there planning wars and he helping them out, like, no, you gotta mm-hmm. block this. Shit. And the girls, the girls was there when they saw their uh uncle get his head cut off. And yep, everybody just sit there and don't say a word. I guess they may be scared because she's like the queen or something. I don't I don't know. Mm. Uh, it's it's funny how she just uh, named herself the queen too. She said, "No, fuck that. I'm the queen. She is the queen. No, the the brother's the no. king. No, 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 no. She's the queen. Ain't nobody. Only all, only thing we know is that lady said he said that. No, and nobody else was around. And she was like, well, as far wait a minute. as we know, the last time the king talked for all those years, he kept saying his daughter is going to be the queen when he died. Yeah, but you know, those that council really didn't want her to be the. Uh, and that's why they pushed. And that's why they pushed forward. Okay, you said that. That's right up our alley. You know what I mean? And just yeah. stuck to it. But they mm-hmm. probably know that's some bullshit. And she was like, "Oh no, wait a minute!" I'm, she got her. They didn't gave her a crown and everything. That's the funny part about well, it. So well, we got, that's the real crown that he must. Uh, the, the the knight stole because that's. The, I looked at the uh, king, and that's the same one he was wearing. Yeah, that's the same one. You're right. That was the and, same. And one. then you have the guards that say, "Hey, I'm here for you." You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I kind of agree. Like 
as far as we know, she should be the queen. Mm-hmm. It, well, you know the hand. You know the hand. The hand is the one that started all this anyway. This right, is the, hand, this is the daughter in there. Yeah, this is the hand's fault. Yeah, that that is a battle between the families going on. Anyway, it's all his fault, and he ain't even related to him. Well, he's related now, but he ain't even related to him. And uh, uh, he the one that started all this. And nobody say like, well, wait a minute, what was you doing? You know, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you say, he the one that told his daughter, like, well, why don't you go in there and talk to him? She about twelve or fourteen. Go in there and talk to the king. You man, feel good. Yep. And the thing is with him is uh, uh, with the minor, that was his daughter's best friend. So she was always around in the right. house, running around, playing around, and everything. Right. And now that became your damn wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and like I mentioned when I said who was the girl that uh, Egon is mm-hmm. it Egon? That was his sister. So he married his sister and had kids with his sister. That was his sister? Yeah. Mm. Remember, she saw the visions when she was a little kid. But she kind of can predict the future or predict what's going on. Mm-mm, I didn't see that part. Yeah, she has visions or whatever. And, uh, of course, you know, they aged her because she mm-hmm. was a little kid when she said that. And, yeah, that's her sister. So he married and had kids by a sister. And then my man got kids everywhere. Did you see how when they was in the hood and it was all those ki- the kids with white hair? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, they said they said he was running around like that. Right. Uh, well, no power, right? You didn't see it all. No, I didn't even watch it yet. Uh, BMF is supposed to start today, but I didn't see it anywhere. So maybe they didn't release it. Uh, I knew someone. I, see, I thought it was uh, the other power that was about to start with Tariq. Mm-hmm. No, BMF starts the, the second season of BMF starts okay. today. Uh anything else on oh married at first sight. Uh <laughs> like I said, like you said, the uh the environmentalist and the lady, uh it's teeter tiring on them. Well, it's that's what I said. I said me, me and my wife got a bet on uh twenty dollars on the couples that stay together. And I said that's the only one that's gonna stay together. Yeah, uh, the the one's a doctor, the other one's a physical therapist. Is that better? Because you said don't call her a doctor. No, do you call her a bum with no insurance? All right, the uh, the doctor husband and the bum with no insurance wife. Yeah, that's. Oh, they ain't gonna stay together. She don't need to be married. She need to 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 discover herself because uh, she need to grow up and stop acting like a kid. Yeah, that's because she was all she was she was uh closed when she was and you know when they was doing the church and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So she needs to like you said, she needs to go and find herself. She don't need to uh be married. But what's crazy is I like I got their thing on uh, Reddit, their their uh their sub so I can hear what people are saying. And mm-hmm. a lot of people are dogging him and talking about how sweet she is, this and that. And uh, some people are saying like, Yeah, she got ADHD, but I got it too, and and he's being real mean to her, and he's narcissist and abusive. I'm like, what? I said he can't even have a conversation with her with all her staying focused. Yep. Uh, so we got the boss lady and and her uh, husband. Well, first of all, he he don't like staying in her house. He he wasn't really too fond of being in her house. And they treat her. Yeah, he wasn't too fond of being in there, and I wasn't living in her house. Neither. Well, I said the same thing. I said he shouldn't move in, and she was like, "Why?" You know what I mean? She was all talking about he. You know what I mean? What if I said you got to pay some bills or whatever? No, it's still your place. I'm not moving in your place. Right. No. And then, like I said, it's going to be an argument. And she'll yep. say, well, look, this is my house. I mean, you can get this the fuck out. This is my house. Get your shit and get out. Exactly. No, I think we. it's, well, she just got the house. So I don't know what to tell you, but I know one thing. I ain't staying there. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I would sell it. You just bored it. So I right. don't know what to tell you. Just to sell it or what? 
but I'm not staying in that house. And he was totally uncomfortable being there. She like she she liked to run the show. She wanted everything her way or the highway. All right. And she want him to say how much he love her and like move fast. And if you're not saying it, that means he don't mean it and all this. So he need to go ahead and, and just be like, like he said before, he said, I'm more concerned about my happiness than being married. And that hurt her feelings with that one. I don't think that's bad at all. But my thing is, he made a commitment. If you put a, a damn tattoo, uh, is it the ring? Is it her name around his finger? or? I think it's like the day they got married or something. Okay, well, then that's a commitment right there. That's Putting what he tattoos, said. <laughs> right. Because I wouldn't get a tattoo. Not because of uh, being on Married at First Sight. I just wouldn't get a tattoo like that in, uh, anyway. We can do rings and all that shit. I but think, shit, he made a commitment to you. I think she... Uh, and she told her mom, like, how she can't trust people and they got to earn her trust before anything. I'm like, damn, well, can't he, like, you just trust him until he fuck up? But that's not how she is. So she don't trust people. And then I think she want, she want what the other girls be saying, like, their guys, like, yeah, I love her, this and that. She's like how Justin be saying, I love her, and the other boy be saying, yeah, I love her. Mm-hmm. But her dude is not saying it like that, so she feels some type of way. So she's trying to force him to say it. Right. And we got, uh, Justin is the is the this, this seven-foot-tall uh, guy, right? Yes. Okay. And his uh, woman, uh, no, absolutely not. They will absolutely not stay together. Well, when she said, maybe we better off as friends, that's your key right there. Yep. And, and I think I think he went too hard from the door because day three, he was talking about, yeah, I love you. And I'm not embarrassed to say it. Like, you was a nut. Right. And then, like I said, he gave his damn dog away, which yep. is something I would never do. And like you said, if the girls were reversed and that was her dog mm-hmm. that, that that scratched his dog, ain't no way in hell she would have got rid of their dog. She'd be like, well, look, let's just separate them in different rooms and uh, uh, keep your dog in the cage or something like that. She would have said some shit. Well, the other girl said the same thing. She's like, I applaud you for doing that because I don't think I could do that. Like, who could? Yeah. Like, you had this dog since it was a damn baby and you just going to give it away for a girl you just met? Exactly. And like I said last week, they got pet smarts. They got they got all these uh places. Well hell, you can get a dog trainer on damn um uh Craigslist or something. Well, you see, some- yeah, you see he gave a dog to his friend, so that tells me right there he's probably gonna not be with her and then get his dog back. Mm-hmm. Because he could have easily gave that dog to somebody else and gave it to his friend. Right. So no, that was a complete he was a complete uh idiot for doing that. And like my thing, and Elwin, like you said about the let's be friends, and she already said he wasn't really good in bed. So what? Why the hell would you want to be married to me? <laughs> she talked, uh, and it's funny because when they one on one together, she talk all this lovey stuff and lovey dovey all up on him and stuff. But as soon as other people get around, she start dogging the shit out of them. Yep. Uh huh. And all that crying shit, she don't she don't like neither. When he well, was what, crying, well, over you know what like that shit. He need to yeah. stop that shit. And uh, go ahead. No, I was just saying because uh, he comes more off as a clown, a sensitive clown, than somebody that's like passionate. Right. Now, now going back to the uh, help not being good at bed. Now, she says all this dominant stuff that she wants him to be dominant. Does this mean she's like into being like choked or, or spanked or something? Um, I guess she just want to run the show. No, she wants him to be dominant. Pretty and much, it, just take it. Okay, so that means like the the choke her and like I rough think, sex. I or think something? she's just saying that as an excuse. I don't think she mean that. Oh, okay, because she keeps saying it over and over again, and I like saying. And then he went and told his mom that she says this. And my thing is like, what does that mean? And his mom said, "Well, you got to be freaky." So I'm like, well, like, do you want to be choked or uh, 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 some shit? I don't know. 
Well, he said he had sex in what two years? So yeah. shit, what what dude that's not a religious person is just not having sex like that unless you ain't you can't get a girl. Mm-hmm. So if you ain't had that in two years, as soon as you get some, you ain't gonna be a two pump chump. What would you expect? <laughs> well, he did talk about that. Uh, what I told you in the car. He mm-hmm. said, well, "No, that was the first. No, that was one time. That was one time." <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there anything else you looked at? Um, not really. I put this movie in my queue. A couple movies in the queues because I it was this website I was looking at, and this this guy explained like movies and shit. I guess he's like movies that went under the radar. Mm-hmm. And it was a uh, it's this black girl. She mixed or whatever. I guess their boat get destroyed and she crashes on an island. So she's on an island by herself trying to survive. And then it's like this half shark, half man that comes to the island every night to try to get her. So every night she's like building weapons and trying to get them. And she put like a hammock in a tree so the monster can't catch her. And she's like always high up in the tree. And then she's just like peeking out trying to see. And then the thing comes out of the water. So I, I put that in my queue. It's called a uh, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. I want to check that joint out. Now, is this somebody that's known in movies? Uh, no, I mean, she looks familiar. I've seen her in something. But I don't know what uh what I seen her in, but mm. it looked it looked interesting and shit. And then the other one was uh, what's the guy from Training Day? It looked kind of decent. Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. It's about uh he's like this uh this guy got a time machine briefcase. Mm-hmm. So he goes back in the time to stop like this. They call him the Fizzle Bomber because this bomber is like killing off all these people. But by him keep going back in time. He changes up storylines and shit. And it's like this girl, she's like real, real smart. But she was supposed to join a, uh, the, the company that he worked for. But they didn't let her join the company because she was pregnant. So she thought like her life was ruined. So he wound up running into her. And it's like, well, look, he was at like a restaurant. And she was like the waitress or whatever at a bar. And he was bartending. She came in. She was like, I got a story I want to tell you. And he started telling the story. He said, we're like, look. I got a time machine. I could take you back and you can go fuck the dude up that knocked you up and disappeared because she supposedly met this guy back in the day. He acted like he really loved her. They bang. She got pregnant. Then he disappeared off the face of the earth. So he said, look, well, I could take you back in time. We can go find this guy. You can go kill him. You know what I mean? And that way you never, he never got you pregnant. And then you, when you get to that point in your life where you can uh, make it to the special forces, it's like the uh, space force. Mm-hmm. They'll hire you because you wouldn't be pregnant. So it's a lot of like twists and turns with like tra- time traveling and fucking up the timeline. I thought that was pretty cool. So I was like, let me check that joint out. And what's it called again? Uh, I don't know the name of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's an Ethan Hawke movie. And uh, I don't know if it's new. Maybe it came out even 2018 or 2020. Mm-hmm. I'll, uh, I'll text it to you when I figure it out what it's called. Uh, anything else? No, I ain't been watching that. Yeah, me. I watched... Uh... The first episode of Gangs of London. You never watched the first season, right? Mm-mm. So, yeah, I'm not really going to get into it. You need to put it in your queue. If you like action and all that stuff, you need to put it in your queue. In your queue. Yeah, oh, it's so much shit that I got in the queue that I just never got around to. It's a lot of movies and shit. It, it's not the black phone it, with Ethan Hawke. I saw that. It's not that. All right. The black phone is a new movie. This is a uh, do like if you want to Google Tom traveling movie with Ethan Hawke might come up. Uh, pedestrian pre destination pre destination. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. yeah, it came out in two thousand and fourteen. Okay. Yeah, so I'm like, how do all these movies just fly on the radar, and I've never even seen previews of these movies. 
Mm-hmm. So I, I uh, favorite the dude's webpage on YouTube. So now he he like breaks down like all these different movies, and I'm like, oh, that looks like something mm-hmm. I watch. Even thing is, he gives like spoilers that I he sometimes he gives way too much information. I'm like, all right, I seen enough. I can't even watch this whole video because <laughs> uh, he'll tell you from the beginning, the middle, and the end of the movie the same way you do, yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. You can reach us on Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at PNL Judgmentals, Instagram at the two underscores judgmentals, or email us at PNLJudgmentals at gmail.com. And like I said before, we do have a Facebook search P I mean uh YouTube, I'm sorry. YouTube search PNL Judgmentals, uh like and subscribe. Alright, food. Alright y'all Hold You think all I do is rap I can do it on my own That's why I produce the track Don't wonder where my crew is at They'll be back Niggas see me walking on the block And look like who is that? Who is that? People always wanna know where my friends is at Like we attached I don't need no crew to produce the same effect How lame is that? Niggas say that we drawling But really we balling They mad cause they falling